Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free, worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130-2019 while supplies last, U.S. only. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Sessions, Kanye West is in an apologetic mood. Allegedly, Sierra is out here killing songs and don't get scammed by the travelers. What's your job? This the whole thing, Devon Green. And I'm your host, Jello. Hello, Hello. You gonna cut it short because your ass listening to oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nigga, that too was real forceful. Dude, every now and then, you know, I have to take it back to, you know, high school and back to uh, coming of age and, you know, puberty. You know, that's my inner um, teenage voice, you know, it comes out. Yes. I don't know. And it's, oh it is God. weird because I feel like my voice cracks until this day. I don't know because maybe I'm like at this weird tone. It's not. And it's part not of me, you. I feel like it's not only that. You said what? I said, it's not only you. I hear grown men voice that cracks sometimes, too. So No, like, real life. And I think, like, I don't know if I, like, train my voice to be at this tone. Uh, but I remember at one point, I felt like my freshman year of high school, my voice was a lot deeper than it is now. And I don't know why, like, I speak in this tone. But I remember all the time, or maybe it was just because, I was the only guy that had hit puberty. Puberty, but I, I remember people used to always say how deep my voice was, and now like no one never says that shit. Like I feel like it's <laughs> kind of high for a guy. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm getting off sidetrack. What's going on with you, Miss Angel Vandrina? Okay, y'all. So first things first, my twins are down here. They're next to me. Okay, I just want to let you all know in case you hear a little, ah, ah, ah. you know what I'm saying? You hear me saying, ah, ah, ah. no, I'm just kidding, but. My twins, they are downstairs. So you may hear a little, you know, woo-woo, this, that, that, and other because my husband's outside barbecuing. Um, and I'm going to leave the babies upstairs while, you know, and they could choke. You guys know the deal. So yeah, they're downstairs. They're sleeping. They just ate. So, you know, just in case. But anyways, um, other than that, everything's been pretty smooth. I mean, it feels really good to not, even though I've been, even though school has been off for a week, this reality is really going to kick in, like these next couple of weeks. It's like, damn, bitch, you ain't got no schoolwork to do, you know. But um, in a couple months, though, I plan on going back for my master's degree. So yes. we're going to see how all of that works out. But in that interim, you know, I'm just going to be focusing on these boys. They're getting big. And my oldest son is getting even bigger and, you know, so, so, so helpful. And uh, we went shopping yesterday. And something that was really crazy is that um, I, I got this letter in the mail from my job, um, and the letter was extremely sweet. And inside, you know how jobs get seen, like a $25 gift card, 50 100 maybe, if you're lucky, you know what I'm saying? My job sent me a $275 gift card to Target. I was like, bitch, yes, yeah, so let's go ahead and get some Pampers and a couple outfits for the boys, for all three of them. I was just so just excited. I couldn't believe it. I had to text them and thank them. I was thinking, like, ooh, they're going to be salty if I quit on their ass. They're going to be real salty. Um, oh, so they <laughs> like you after all, all this time. You right, after all of this time. All of this. It took them over a year to like me, but, you know, as uh, my great, great, great friend said, you know, people are crazy, especially white people. So, you know, it's just what it is, you know. Maybe maybe they just ain't know me like that, but you know they know me now and they miss me and they love me. I think I miss just like on a letter like we miss you. Come back to work, my big boss. He was like, why aren't you back at work yet? You know, so it was it was all love. Um, I liked it and I spent that money real quick. So <laughs> so <laughs> other than that though, <laughs> everything has been pretty smooth, you guys. But let's see what, what Jim, what you been doing? What you been doing lately? What's good with you? Child dying out here. 
tired as fuck. This is like the third week of school, and I'm already like, Lord, Lord, please, can these six months just fly by? I'm over this shit. Like, for real, voice cracking, nigga. Please let your neighbor <laughs> in. Like, just doing the oh most. Really, inside joke, inside joke, let your neighbor in. You're funny. <laughs> Did you ever tell them the story of let your neighbor in, like, where that comes from? Okay, you guys. So, if you guys are on inside joke, you guys can be inside with our joke. And I'm not going to tell it. I'm going to let Jen tell it because he tell it best. You know, so go ahead, John. Let I am know so about not good at telling stories, but I, here it goes, oh okay? God. So I remember, you know, when um back when I lived in Milwaukee, <laughs> like, I would stay at, you know, uh, Angelica, or well, Angel Vandrina, as you all know her, and um, Sam's house. And, um like, I was just always over there. Like, that literally was, like, my second home. Like, I don't know why these niggas let me bother them so much. Like, I never left the house. But, um, but anyways, it was like one night um, I was over there, and I don't know where we was coming from, Angel. And um, the lady, it, your neighbors were like weird. They was cool, but I, I remember them being like weird a little bit. And it was like, was it the man? He was like handicapped, which isn't funny, but I remember he'd yep, sit out yep, in the, he was in a wheelchair. Yep, they, yeah, he'd yep. sit out in the wheelchair on like the front. And it wasn't a porch. It was like the front of a, an apartment building. Like, and he would just chill in the front. Like, who does that? But um, <laughs> so this one night, we was walking back into Angel and Sam's apartment. And um, the lady, she comes screaming, hollering, like, please, his girlfriend, please, please let your name in, please. And we looked at her like, bitch, what's the fuck? Knocking on the damn window. Knocking on the window. Banging on the damn window. So, Angel opened the door. We walked in, but she walked in front of us, y'all, switching hard as fuck ass, just looking big and out of control. And just swinging, like, everywhere. Oh my God! Just so, just so much ass, like so much forty-year-old yes, like yes. G-unit booty ass, like it was just yes. so psycho, like ass everywhere, and she's like yes. crying, and so <laughs> it was like two ways to get to Angel's apartment. It was like yep. either you could follow this lady or you could like yep. just make a cut. And me, I am known for having church giggles. I laugh at the most inappropriate times. And I knew if I would have kept following this lady, like, I would have lost it. So I made a, like, sharp left and left Angel walking with this lady and just started screaming at the top of my lungs. Like, and I felt so bad. But it was just so fucking funny because she was so dramatic. Like she was And when so Jen said that he was screaming at the top of his lungs, guys, I mean, screaming. Like, I mean, it was so loud. You probably would have thought somebody was, like, dying up in there. He, he screamed so loud. He just kept screaming. It was so <laughs> funny. And then I'm on the So now we're literally sitting on the steps laughing because we can't even move. We laughing so hard. You know, and I, like, pee on myself a little bit because I'm, like, rolling in Jen ass. It's just not getting up off the steps. He just, ah! It was so funny. Like, <laughs> so, like, yes, that's the inside joke. Let the neighbor in. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because, like, Chris and my friends down here say that shit, too. Like, they'd be like, please let your neighbor in, like, because I've told them the whole story, but... <laughs> It was so fucking funny, and I felt so bad for that lady for laughing about it, but it was just how she handled herself in that situation was just ridiculous, and I could not control myself, and I was just like, please, I just have to get away from this bitch before I start laughing in her face, and I don't want to do that. Like, I I hate making somebody feel bad, so I've kind of learned to cope with that because I know that I am that person that will laugh at inappropriate situations, so if you all ever see me, when I know it's inappropriate and I'm about to laugh, I smile really hard. Like I, I smile really hard, and that, and that helps control it. Like that, that will help me from not laughing. Cause I remember we got to get into the show, but um, this was like a couple years back. My partner, mm-hmm. like his, um, his aunt, his great aunt passed, and when I tell you that funeral was like a scene from a comedy, black. <laughs> Like, movie. it's horrible. 
it, like a funeral scene. I swear, I swear to God, Angel. Like it literally was like this shit could be a damn reality show. Like when what I tell you, it, okay. So for starters, his aunt um, and her husband. Her husband's a pastor, and um, like he was getting ready to because he he was like the pastor for the for the ceremony for the the home going, and um, he was like, the first thing he says on the mic was, um, somebody crashed the 300 outside running. You might want to go turn it off. Not knowing that he was what? talking to his wife. Like, he was, and so she gets up in the middle. It's quiet as fuck. She gets up to go turn the car off. It's like, that's, that's oh like strike God. one. And then strike two. <laughs> his other, because he has like 13 on shots. I'm sorry, I'm talking so much. But um, he has like 13. It's, he has like a huge family, like a huge southern family, and they're all so dope and they're so hilarious. But in this time, I felt so bad because I was just like, John, please don't laugh. And this was like when, when we first like really got serious, and I was just like, these people are going to hate me if I laugh. But all this shit is so funny. Yeah, they will. So um, like the second thing that happened was his another one of his aunts and his little cousins got up to sing, and they sound terrible. <laughs> Like they sound, they sound so bad. Like and and I was just trying to keep it together. Like it's just like, oh, like, like struggle notes on top of being nervous, John. Oh, and so I was just like, John, just please, just. Did you see you laughing at the funeral? Like you horrible. Like, you just no, I didn't laugh. Like I did it. I, but I learned. I, I know myself, so I just I just was smiling like, oh, this is so beautiful. But I'm yeah, crying. Not I was just like, buddy, John, you cannot laugh. Like that's why I tell myself like you cannot laugh. So the third thing that happened because there's two more things. The third thing that happened was this. I guess a friend of a family. She's like this extreme alcoholic, and she got up. She was drunk as <laughs> fuck, and she started telling the stories of. You know, being with the great aunt and all this other stuff, and they was looking at her like, "Bitch, you wasn't even cool with her like that." Like, you know what I'm saying? And she was, she was drunk as fuck for one. <laughs> and then the two, they wasn't even tight like that, and the family knew it, so they was just like looking at her judging. And then the last thing. This guy, they said, because, you know, like, my partner, he's from, like, this small town, which is, like, everyone literally knows everyone. And so, like, the town, like, crazy guy bust into the funeral. And so he was like, what did he say? He was like, um, he was like, bear me right now. Bear me right now because they, like, shot somebody. Nobody ended up getting shot. But he was just like, and then he grabbed his grandmother, who um, she, she passed um, later on that year, which is, like, crazy but um yeah but yeah like his his great-grandmother um he grabbed her head and she wasn't paying attention she was just like oh okay but like and I thought that he knew her and so his other aunt turned around and she was like wait a minute who are you and everybody started snapping on him and I'm like oh my god so this nigga's not even like y'all don't even know this nigga he just busted to the funeral I was just like, we just, we gotta go. Like, I, I just, bear me now. Bear me. Like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, bear me now. On my soul. Pop. Like, he was going the fuck off. Like, about who knows what. Like, about somebody getting shot that didn't get shot. Like, he was just oh, tripping. Like, when I tell you, I kept it together in that funeral. Like, I, and I was so proud of myself because it literally was like a scene from a movie, Angel Vondrina. Like, I, like I, I like like, I'm like, this literally <laughs> would be like writer's gold. Like, this, like this funeral, like, which sounds so bad, but it was just like so many things that would be like a hilarious ass comedy. And it really fucking happened. I was just like, is this really happening right now? Like, <sighs> did they record oh, yeah. it? You said what? I said, is they recorded by chance? No, no, it wasn't recorded. No. Okay. But it's funny because, like, the family, like, they'll laugh about it. Because I, like, I mentioned it, like, after the fact. And I was just, like, I was trying so hard not to laugh during that funeral because I thought y'all were going to hate me so much. But it was just, like, so many random things, like, from the beginning to the end. I was just, like, this can't be life. But, yeah. Anyways, you guys, more of the story is I've learned to cope with my church giggles. I really have. But did you want to get started with the show, Miss Angel Vondrina? 
Absolutely, guys. So before we do get started with the show, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and, of course, this podcast and blog talk. Send us your confessions at confessionsthenumber2us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, and tag us in that drama. Jen, go ahead and hit that with that confession question after the sparkle. Absolutely, Miss Angel Vandrina. Confession question. Confession question. How many chances is too many chances? How many times will you let someone get away with things for, before you say something? Again, how many chances are too many chances? How many times will you let someone get away with things before you say something? Let's get into those confessionals. It's Angel Vandrina. All right, y'all. Okay, guys. So according to CNN, Mr. Kanye West has some shit to apologize about. Now, Kanye West is trying to amend, trying to make amends for his comments about slavery. Like, bitch, it's too late. But um, anyways, um, he found himself at the center of the, the earlier this summer, and you guys know what we're talking about. Kanye West stated, I don't know if I properly apologize for how that slave comment made people feel. West told this to Chicago's W. Excuse me, WGCISM in the interview on Wednesday. He also stated, so I want to make this moment right, right now, and I want to say I'm sorry for people who felt let down by that moment. West steered up controversy in May after calling slavery a choice in a baffling interview with TMZ. On the program, West said, the incident showed me how much black people love me and how much black people count on me and depend on me, and I appreciate that. When one host who goes by Kendra G told West that God has blessed you with this ability when you speak that can change, uh, which can change, uh, change can happen, he was visibly shaken up by that. He later said that the criticism he faces often leaves him feeling like his voice is not meaningful. Overall, in the wide-ranging interview, Kanye West kind of choked up when he was talking about his support system and how he promised um, everybody, that there will be a new ye. I don't really know. Like, I don't know if I believe that there will be a new ye. I don't know if he's brainwashed by what's been going on with him and his wife. But, I mean, we could have he, – he, I feel like personally he should have said this apology a long time ago. This happened in May. It's now, you know, September. And even, you know, on Wednesday, it was still August. Like, just it, a while has passed. You gave people an opportunity to ju- make judgment on you, even if they didn't know you, and it's unacceptable. Jen, how did you feel about Kanye West apologizing about this? <sighs> so I feel conflicted because in my heart of hearts, if Kanye West was not a black man, if Kanye West was not at one time one of my favorite rappers of all time, if Kanye West was not someone that I you know, looked up to, maybe even aspired to be in, you know, what I felt like was the peak of his career. I know that I would not give a fuck about his apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and part of me is just like, damn, let's just give him one more chance. You know, I, because I, I feel I like. I know, I know, I know this. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I really want to write Kanye West off. Like, I do feel like he's full of shit. But at the same time, it's just like, (laughs) he clearly is going through something. Like, he clearly has lost his mind, and maybe he's realizing that. You know, and then on top of, I feel like as black people, we turn our backs on each other so much about every little fucking thing. And it's just like, and other groups, they are willing to work with someone. So it's just like, I mean, what, what, what is the bad thing of giving him another chance? You know, you know, maybe he he can come to you know Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and you, we have a yeah, serious conversation maybe, over a couple maybe, of cocktails. Maybe not, maybe not the barbecue yet. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I I, I can hear him out. I, I do feel Maybe like the barbecue and not Thanksgiving, nigga. He can't come to Thanksgiving. Shit, that's that's a big meal. You, you know, you know Thanksgiving is your family. Period. It's niggas you don't like. Your favorite. <laughs> oh cousin, yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying. I guess. Your grandma talking shit. It's everybody. You know what I'm saying. But the barbecue <laughs> is people. Is the people that you fuck with. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. 
overall, though, Kanye West, he needs to get his shit together. And hopefully, you know, if he do, after all, after everything that he said, you know, once again, we appreciate the apology. But hopefully, we, when we hear about this new ye, we we hear more about, you know, him and his support system and his fans and understanding more about, you know, or allow him to express how happy he is that black people are so supportive of him and how we really do depend on, you know, other African-Americans to influence and get their voice out there. So I hope that he continue or, excuse me, not continue, but I hope we do see a new ye in him. And that's pretty much it, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and move on to that next topic. All right, y'all. I did the ghetto, bitch. I didn't mean to do that. I swear I didn't because I'm I'm not ratchet <laughs> no more, okay? I'm not ratchet no more. But anyways, y'all. Whatever. According to Complex.com, Young Miami received an important lesson about the permanence of import, of Internet posts. On Wednesday, the City Girls member issued an apology for years-old tweets that were recently unearthed. Followers mined through her timeline and discovered Young Miami had made a slew of offensive statements regarding homosexuality and Haitians. Boy, oh boy, if I ever see any gay shit in my son, I'm going to beat that boy so bad, she tweeted back in 2013. Yikes. Haitians are black, ugly, and cheesy. Don't matter what they have on another post from 2011 read. After several people pointed these messages out, young Miami returned to social media to express her remorse. She pinned a letter to her fans insisting she didn't mean any harm by saying those comments and that she now realizes how insensitive they were. My deepest apologies and heart goes out to those who have that, um, that tweet and were offended by that. The city girls appreciate all of their support, no matter what their sexuality is, she wrote. The comments I made about Haitians, I was wrong and immature to even let my opinion about an individual person be an opinion about an entire culture. She concluded the letter with, I love all my city boys and city girls, period. Are you familiar with the city girls at all? No, I'm not familiar with the city girls, but I feel like, Whatever um, she was saying was it came from her at a younger, um, younger age. Even, and even though it don't matter, but I feel like there are a lot of things that I posted from when I was younger that I would be embarrassed for it to come out. You know, nowadays <coughs> I've seen some posts from 2009. You know, what I'm saying almost 10 years ago when I was in high school that I would be so embarrassed about that if I ever got famous, people would be like. You crazy, stupid bitch, you know, people will be flipping out on me. Like, I even said some shit about how somebody should have an abortion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just dumb shit like that because I was mad at them at that moment. You know, and I feel like there's a lot of times. I'm not, by any means, I'm not saying what she did was acceptable. But I'm just saying when you're younger, you say literally whatever is on your mind at the time. And you are just not. You know, as as educated as you are when you get older. And then on top of that, sometimes you may not even think that you're going to get to the point where you are in life. And things, they do come back to bite you in the ass. And that really do suck that, you know, people, somebody, they pointed that out on her behalf. And they said, hey, bitch, this is where you were. But the fact that she apologized about it and the fact that it happened so many years ago, like 2011, really 2013, that was a long-ass time ago. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers were still in high school, us, at that time. So, oh, no, mm-hmm. we weren't. We were just out of high school. But, um, you know, overall, what I'm saying is that when we're younger, we do make mistakes. Things happen. And it's not like she said these things just a year ago or a few months ago or even, you know, four or five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Wait, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Oh, well, she did say five years ago. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? She did apologize about it. In five years, you can learn so much. And um, I'm just happy that, you know, she did speak up for what she believed in as far as right now goes and how she admitted that that was stupid. And, you know, let's try and move on from this moving forward. Overall, you can't change what you've done in the past, but you can try and be a better person in the future. What is your thoughts on this, Jen? And who are the I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Ms. Angel Bondrina. A couple things, though. Um, so, Young Miami um, – is the um she is a member of the city girls city girls they did the song with drake the uh in my feelings and there's the one i show them how to network oh, okay. what's your netflix that you oh, know what's your netflix okay. network 
Yeah, they just, mm-hmm. you know, ratchet as fuck. But at the same time, like, their music is dope. And something about them is, like, very I that intriguing. that was fucking uh, Iggy. No, 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 that was City <laughs> Girls. But I don't know. It's just, like, that drug dealer girlfriend vibe. Like, I don't know why I've always, like, kind of not, I wouldn't say, definitely not idolized because, I mean, why the fuck would you want to live in that lifestyle? But it's just something so intriguing and something that, like, I feel like I would want to know more about their story. Like, and they had that kind of vibe. Like, what have you been through? Like, what have you done? And, you know, like JT, the other member of City Girls, like she recently got arrested, which was crazy. Like right after the song with number one, the, the girl got arrested wow. um, for priors because she, she had, she knew she had to go to prison. They had like a documentary and everything on it for scamming. So it's just like, you know, she ended up getting popping. But she had like all these these skeletons that she knew she had to deal with, and you know. But anyways, um, so that so that's who the City Girls is. They're, I mean, they're to, I like their music. It's it's just like that, like ghetto. It's it's not. It definitely is not like no intellectual or like you know something that um, is going to touch your life in the future or no shit like that. But it definitely <laughs> is from. It, it definitely is of the moment. But at the same time, I, I feel like they have a voice that that isn't really, like, that you don't see. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just like that. I don't know. When's the last time we've seen, a, like, a round-the-way type of girl that's just, like, you know, real as shit and, you know, I guess Cardi B would be that. But Cardi B, I think she's coming from more of, like, a stripper kind of background. City girls, they just, like... You know, no, I talk to nigga if he got money, you know what I'm saying? They scam, they sell drugs, you know what I'm saying, type shit. But um but okay. yeah. And then another point I I feel like and I'm so glad that I deleted my social media, you know, not because of that, but just because of myself. I think y'all, it's niggas gotta delete their social medias. Or at least I'm sure there's an app now to where you can delete all of your tweets up until like 2018, 2017, because we've all said some dumb shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all have said dumb shit that we are super embarrassed to saying. You know, it's funny because I actually, I was reading my tweets from another Twitter account, excuse me, um, a few nights ago. And this wasn't the one that I like really was like popping on, but this was I ended up making like another Twitter account, and I'm just like, oh, okay, so I wasn't being too extra, but it was still like a couple things. I was just like, wow, I sound so stupid. Like, why would I even retweet that? You know, so like I agree with you as far as people do grow, you know, and, and their mindset does change, and that comes from experience, Absolutely. and that comes from being around, you know, different sets of people. You know, um, I I can't see her being, you know what I'm saying, this, you know, like, people, the gays love bad bitches, so, quote-unquote, being this bad bitch who, you know what I'm saying, gets everything that she wants because of her looks and blah, 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 I can't see her having, you know, gay makeup artists, you know, gay people in her life so influential, her still having those feelings of not liking gay people or being upset if she had a gay son, because I'm sure they've had those conversations. And my last point is, I do feel like innately women fuck with cisgender women that are not attached to, like real life attached to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, like you, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm your brother. So you, you have a gay brother. People that are not real life affected by cisgender, heterosexual women that are not real life affected by gays and like people in their life that are gay. I feel like their sentiments, like their, their ideologies of what is being gay is, is ignorant. And when it comes down to it, if you got mad at a motherfucker, the first thing you're going to bring up is their sexuality. Like, y'all could be cool all day, and that motherfucker could have, you know what I'm saying, told you about his whole life story and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like at the end of the day, when you get into an argument with him, the first thing you're going to say is, that motherfucking faggot. Faggot this, yeah. faggot that. 
not respecting yeah, I anything. Agree. I agree. I agree. But honestly, like, even before, I've used some disrespectful words and stuff like that, too, before. You know what I'm saying? Once again, I was much younger and much, you know, dumber and all of that shit. However, you know, like you just said, John, when you get older, you realize, like, shit, you know, certain things are just hurtful. And prior to me even knowing, you know, about you and your sexuality, I've never in my life, I never gave a fuck about, you know, gay people or, you know, what, because it never fucking matter. I don't give a damn about shit. Only thing I want to do is look good my goddamn self. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so none of this shit ever matters to me. And I always, I always show, like, people who are, like, really consistent, like, oh, I don't like, you know, gay people and stuff like that. Like, and they're just adamant about it. And even as they got older, they're still ignorant about this shit. I just feel like it's because they have some type of things inside them. Maybe they want to experience or something like that. I feel like that's what it is because I can't see nobody hating somebody over what they choose to do in their life. Like, why does that matter to you? What is the problem? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, what she said as a young child, and I just looked at their photos, they are beautiful. What they said younger, and they look like they're very young even now. So, I mean, if they realize this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they can't be no more than 22, 23. Like, yeah, 23 yeah, max. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like, 2013, that, she was 14, 15 years old. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. So. Like, who gives a fuck about what a 14 Girl, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? At the age of 14 years. I'll slap you on the back of your ass. You know, you just a baby. You know what I'm saying? At the age of 14 years old. But, you know, when you get older, you think like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is cool as hell. You don't really, you know, you, you get older, you grow out of that mentality of being a fool. And you realize that people are people and what the fuck they got to do with you. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm just glad overall that they came out of that and that they've moved past it. And overall, what this is going to do for them is they're going to get them a bigger fan base, and it's going to also get people thinking, like, wow, you know, they came out of their ignorance. They apologized about what they said when they were younger and they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How can we become more like them? So that's – I like that in them. And I'm, once again, I'm really glad they apologized. So, Jim, if there's something else that you have to say about the topic, let's go ahead and move on uh, to, to a crazy-ass woman. <laughs> Not crazy ass woman But yeah like I said before Delete your fucking tweets You know what I'm saying yeah. Even if something does not directly affect you Open your mind You know what I'm saying Like it is, If something is so passionate to Someone else like sexuality Don't bash that You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. you, you can't speak from another person's perspective perspective you know what i'm saying um exactly. that's it. like you said i agree I, i'm glad that you know uh young miami came out and apologized um because motherfuckers are gonna be ignorant you know i'm sure she has enough per- people oh, yeah. in her life now you know to where she knows different you know but i and this goes on to say also when we can uh change the subject after this I don't I don't agree with the I'm gonna beat the hell out of my son if he's gay, but I can understand a person not wanting their child to be gay. You know what I'm saying? And but I had please, this conversation. Girl, boy, like I, I hear what you're saying, but like shit, you can't control what your right. child becomes. You can't, like, like you so can't that's what I'm saying. Up. Like you like you know what I'm saying? And that's like I had a conversation with my partner about this and he was taking it as like me being like one of those cause he always like cause cause we're so different. Like my partner, he's so like, you know, with his sexuality, he's so into like the gay culture. Like he wears makeup and you know, he listens to house music or like bogan music and you know he loves you know that life and like me i'm i'm gay and i do i i do try to and that's why I'm, i was so happy about pose and stuff like that because i do want to learn more about it but that was like nothing nothing that necessarily crossed my mind all i knew is at the end of the day i like niggas and you know what i'm saying i listen to you know quote-unquote girl music and shit like that but i don't really feel like i do a lot of things that are you know in line with that whole, you know, um, culture. But I feel like 
I know what it is to be gay. And it's a lot of shit that comes with it. It's a lot of shit you have to deal with. It's extra bullying that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was just reading about uh, a little boy that committed suicide recently, nine years old, uh, because he came out as being gay. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want my yeah, child that. to that was deal with that. I've seen that shit, too. Yeah, like, I, would, I, didn't, I wouldn't want my child to deal with that. At the end of the day, I'm going to love my child regardless. I, and I'm gay, too, so it's just like, if my, if my child was gay, my child was transgender, my, my child was whatever, as long as you're not affecting nobody else, I'm going to let you live your life. But, I mean, I don't feel like it's wrong to, you know what I'm saying, not prefer, but just not want that. Of course, you should accept and love your child, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, why would you want your child to do that extra shit? Like, and, I, and that's what I was trying to explain to him. It, it wasn't like I don't – I am against, you know, having a gay child or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, if if my child was – Gay, yeah, I wouldn't give a fuck. My child was transgender, I wouldn't give a fuck. But I mean, it's just like, why would you? Why would you want another person to have to go through that bullshit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't feel yeah. like that's wrong, even as a gay person, to feel that way. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. Well, you guys. John is making a statement, and he's not playing with you, bitches. Okay, no, let me stop. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and move on to that next topic. Okay, y'all. So according to HotNewHipHop.com, Nakisha Washington, Nakisha Washington. Okay, she's been booked for her crimes. Now, tens of thousands of dollars scams from over 45 women who booked their travel and accommodations through Nakisha Washington to attend Essence Festival 2018. According to WSVU, police in Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, are investigating OBL Travel LLC after numerous reports of the scam was published to the Better Business Bureau. The publication says losses have been valued at over eight. $80,000. Now, the statement was, we expect the number of cases and the monetary losses to grow as additional cases come in. Paris Sheriff, Sheriff's Office spokesman L.T. Jackson um, said, and one woman named Carrie Gold explained how she was forced to cough up $1,200 after she arrived at the hotel and was that was supposed to already be booked in her group where um, she already had paid $1,000, they were expected to spend more money. She mentioned, we were looking forward to a great time. Um, we booked in the travel and things ahead of time, but things didn't go as planned. Essence Festival is an annual celebration in New Orleans, dubbed the party with the purpose. That's based on the magazine of the same preliminary towards African-American women. Now, Nakisha has reportedly been arrested and charged for theft of one or more and she's been charged with $25,000 for the first or for, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a numerous amount of, of this, but she's also been charged um, between $5,000 and $24,000 and two counts of computer fraud. So she has three counts, one theft, $25,000, another theft charge of between $5,000 and $24,000, and then two counts of computer fraud. So she's going to be in jail for a while, guys. Um, she is an African American woman, unfortunately, and um, yeah, she was she was uh you know getting that money apparently, but I but I guess tell us what you think about Nakisha Washington, and let us know. We are not going to congratulate Nakisha Washington on getting that money. She stole that money. I just want to know what your thoughts is on Nakisha Washington and how she went ahead and conned a whole lot of people. But John, what are your personal thoughts? on what she did, and how smart do you think you have to be in order to kind people out their money like this? I, I don't think she was smart. I just feel like she probably got a group of old yeah, women that right. are just like, like oh, oh, oh okay, that don't really understand the internet. Um, just a couple things. I feel like it's fucked up for you to con your own people out of money that are planning on supporting an event for your people. Like the Essence Music Festival is such a huge ordeal for black people, you know, and and to celebrate our success and to celebrate a bunch of camaraderie of black excellence. Like what the fuck are you doing? 
And then on top of it, it's just like, why the fuck are people still going through travel agents in 2018? Why? Like, that's fucking Expedia, Priceline, Hotwire, which I use. <laughs> I don't even gotta know the damn hotel. I feel like I just need to know that it's at a certain level. Just give me the four star and I in, in this vicinity and I'll play that. I don't I don't give a fuck what the name of the hotel is. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't got a loyalty to no hotel train at all. I just want to make sure the shit clean. You know what I'm saying? It's in a nice area. I hear you. And I can get it for a good price. But I'm like, what like why the fuck are people still going through fucking travel agents in the first place? I'm just like, you should have knew this the shit wasn't right like in in the first place. There's somebody still trying to sell you some shit. Like, what you going to sell me that I can't discover on the internet? You're not telling me nothing different. You ain't got no different kind of deal. Like, I feel like I've heard that they do, like, payment plans and shit like that. But it's just like, I, I feel like you can do that through booking your hotels online as well. Like, definitely, you I would can. say, like, through Priceline. So it's just like, uh-uh. Absolutely. No, 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 no. What did you think? <laughs> uh, bitch is crazy. How you gonna get up there? Like, like you said, and I think you made every valid point possible. How you gonna get up there and scam your own people for an event that you know what I'm saying? We all are trying to come together for. Bitch, this is Essence Festival 2018, and you sit up there trying to take money, and then you, you know, people they lost over eighty thousand dollars. Like, bitch, you balling. And now you in jail, looking crazy for crimes and all of that shit. Now reports have been uh, published to the BBB. Like, girl, it's a wrap. Like, you shouldn't have did that. And obviously, like, you know, you're not smart at all, as Jen mentioned, because, bitch, you got caught so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes no sense. So, overall, I'm glad she did get caught, especially because you kind of from your own girls. You know, and, I mean, just it's just pathetic. And I don't know why she would do this, but like you said, why are people in bed? Don't travel agents like why? For what? What's the point? <laughs> For what? You know, like, Booking.com, bitch. Booking.com. Okay? Exactly. Like I, I really feel like travel agents are null and void. Like there's literally no reason to go through a travel agency anymore. Like they're it's not getting no different out of deal. It's thunderstorming. <laughs> it is so light. <laughs> <laughs> You're so random. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. We can go on to the last topic, honey. All right, Joe, we're going to move on to the last topic now. Last topic. First of all, I am weak that you are so stressed out. I, I want to say you were like real life trying to pay attention to the thunderstorm right now. Um, but last topic, <laughs> you guys. And this is according to OKAfrica.com. Um, on Friday, Sierra, and this is not on Friday, this was a few weeks ago, uh, Sierra released her latest single, Freak Me, featuring techno. Fans immediately noticed that the Afrobeat's 10 song sounded very much like T was Savage's 2015 song for NKO, featuring uh, D Prince. In response, Sierra quickly took to Twitter to clarify T was Savage's involvement on the track. Shout out to T with Savage in the inspiration and sample used in Freak Me, she wrote. She's a beast. I fell in love with the melody when I first heard it in Africa three years ago. Not everyone accepted Sierra's explanation. However, many called the singer out for copying and, pa- copying and pasting T with song. Sierra's Freak Me doesn't stray too far from the original song, so it's understandable that fans might think she simply copied before NKO. However, in addition to the use of the sample, T was also listed as a co-writer on the track. Um, Sierra's new foray into Afrobeat has garnered interest after the singer was was seen dancing to the recently released track in Soweto. It looks like we can expect a South African set music video for the single very soon. So let me play um, those two songs for you guys real quick. So we can, you know what I'm saying, garner um, a little bit of, you know, a difference to see if we notice. It, it is very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want y'all to hear the differences. I love Tiwa Savage, by the way. Like, she literally is, like, everything. I talk about her, like, all the time. 
She's like one of like my favorite artists, not artists because that was ghetto as fuck. I'm sorry, um, but she's super dope. So I want to start with her so her um her song before in Ko. I want to say I even like had her as uh, my love confession one week, but um, let's get into it. Like, um, 
So I didn't remember, like, when they came out and said that it was copyrighted, and not copyrighted, but she was, like, biting T with Savage, that um, that that was the song. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I love T with Savage. I fuck with it. Um, and I feel like as long as she did, you know what I'm saying, she did come out and clarify she is listed as a writer, then, I mean, right, right, at the end right, of the day, yeah. there are two different audiences. Um, there are a lot of um, Americans that fuck with Tiva Savage, but there are a lot of Americans that don't know who she is. Like, I fuck with her because I was heavy into blogging, and that grapevine were British Africans. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they listened to uh, British Nigerians um, to um, be, in fact, and um, Tiva Savage is a Nigerian, but I want to say she was born in um, London. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so of course, they're going to know who she is, and she's like a huge artist over there, so they're going to, you know, know about everything she's done, but as far as like America, they've been trying to break her. Like, I know she's signed to uh, Rock Nation, you know what I'm saying, and she's written music for so many people. Like, she, she's written for Fantasia. Like, you know that song, Collard Green's the Cornbread? Yep. Yeah, she wrote collard greens, uh, collard greens and cornbread. Like she's dope as fuck. Like she's like she, the girl can blow. Like her music is so good. Like she has such a good ear. Like she's gorgeous. Like you know what I'm saying. Like her videos are always lit. Like I look at her like as a Nigerian Beyonce, and I know you shouldn't like compare you know people, but it's just like I, I feel like she's so lit, and I really don't understand why she has not broke over here. So I think. You know what I'm saying? The fact that Sierra, you know what I'm saying, said that she was inspired by her and admitted that she is, you know, one of the songwriters is fine. But I think it would have been doper, like, if maybe they would have collaborated and T was savage. I mean, Sierra could have been like, I like your vibe. I don't think your sound is over here yet. Can you write some music for me? You know what I'm saying? Yep. On your same vibe, and then that shit work out. You know, instead of just biting a whole yeah. entire song, because there's a lot of people that do know who Tiva <laughs> Savage is. You know what I'm saying? And who will? And they also listen to Sierra's mu- music, and and are going to be able to call her out on it. Because, like I said, I when I heard the song, I was like, this this sounds familiar, but I didn't pinpoint it to Tiva Savage. But then when I heard mm-hmm. before NKO, I was like, oh yeah, this is the same damn song. Like and I do remember this from the Red album because that is a great album. Um, if y'all have not listened to Tiva Savage, definitely check her music out. Like she's so fucking dope. Like she's so incredibly talented. And I, like I said, I don't understand why she's not popping over here. Like my whole family loves her. Like her music is so good. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it. You know, I I still like Freak Me. I think it's a dope song. I think they're both like really good variations. You know, of the song. You know, and as long as people say, I'm just getting her credit, like, you can't be mad at it. Like, whatever. I agree. I agree 100%. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and move into that confession question of the day. Okay, guys, so confession question of the day. How many chances are too many chances? How many times do you let someone get away with things before you say something? Now, I just want to say, as far as how many times will you let someone get away with things before you say something, there has been so many times where, you know, especially like in my work situation, where it's difficult for you to say something to someone because you don't want to seem like an aggressive individual. You don't want to lose your job. You want to make sure that you, even though people are being disrespectful, and you guys know, within the last year, I have talked to you several, several times about disrespectful things that have happened at my job, things that came out, things that have been said to me personally, and I would sit up there and I would not say something. And so I finally was like, look, bitch, don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? So I finally said something. And I feel like sometimes it's better for you to say something. Now, even in relationships as well, it's like how many times will you let someone get away with something or how many chances will you let somebody give you for too many chances? Honestly, I can't say what the truth is. I don't know. I mean, what are you doing in, 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 in response to what they're doing? You know what I'm saying? So if you say, okay, well, this motherfucker's been doing the same jazz shit for, you know, 25 years from now, am I okay with it? Or am I retaliating? Or, you know what I'm saying, 
what can I do to make sure that this doesn't happen again? But ultimately, it's up to you and what, how, personally, in my opinion, how much you're willing to take or how much you're willing to accept, you know, which is the exact same thing, taking accepts. But um, I'm not really sure. I feel like that's a, a question for Jean to answer. And let me see not if I can agree with that. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like you probably could have a better, you know, answer for that question, like how many chances. Like, I'm not sure how your past relationships have been, but, like, you know, Child, I don't have any past relationships. My relationships weren't real. Like, you know, like, I, yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. I, I've had guys that I call my boyfriend and vice versa, but, it like, now being in an actual relationship like that wasn't like I, I truly feel like yeah I've had boyfriends before but I feel I feel like this is my first real relationship like honestly but um right I, I because the love think, is real um but I think when you feel like enough is enough like you know whenever you feel like okay yeah I'm tired of saying this damn shit you know and no matter you're gonna be okay with whatever happens if you you know, and this is in professional relationships and friendships and in, you know, in in marriages, partnerships, whatever may have you, you know, if you feel like I'm going to voice my opinion and how you take it is how you take it. I don't care if this means that we are no longer going to be cool and going to be able to communicate with each other, then that's it. But um, if it's not to that point, then I say just let it go and be the bigger person, you know. But I'm saying this from sitting on my soapbox because I'm never the bigger person. Like I, no, I'm lying. I am the bigger person a lot of times, <laughs> but a lot of times. But if there could be one thing and it has set me off to where I am going to let you know everything. Like, literally everything, everything I felt from the entire beginning. And I'm not going to, for those five to seven minutes when I'm cussing you the fuck out, I'm not going to feel bad about whatever the fuck I say. And then I'm going to think about it 15 to 20 minutes later and be like, damn, I shouldn't have said it. Like, I, and I've always been yeah, like that. I and hate I'm that trying shit. To get, I hate that shit. I'm trying to get past it. You know what I'm saying? But, it, it you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, it, it takes a lot for me to get there. You know what I'm saying? And I will say that in an argument. And I'll and I bring up facts. I'll be like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say nothing to your stupid ass when blah, blah, blah. And when blah, blah, blah. But now, motherfucker, blah, blah. Like, that's, that's how that's how I am. Like, <laughs> You're so ugly. No, I'm just saying, like, that's how I am. Like, it takes a lot to get me there. But when I get there, be ready. I'm going to cut you the fuck out. And that's it. <laughs> But yeah, I hear you. I hear you definitely. Um, and like yeah, like I said, it is. It is what it is. So, as far as like how many, as far as work goes, or you know, professional relationships, like I've known that you have spoken to us several times on, you know, even like when Trump got elected president, you know, you would see some people and they say some ignorant ass shit at, um, you know, where you work at and this and that and other. How many times? have, you know what I'm saying, have people had said something before you was like, okay, bitch, I'm about to get ready and say something about this shit because this is getting ridiculous. Or have every single time you just like, okay, I'm going to let it go because then this is my paper and I'm trying to make this money because I still got bills to pay and these bitches ain't paying my bills, so why get out of character for them? Right. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I can't put a set number on it. It just, whenever you feel like, you know what I'm saying, it, this goes. This is not just sexual relationships, like relationships, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife. Like this is just period. You know, when you feel like enough is enough, then say that shit. And you know what I'm saying. And no matter where you feel like the relationship is gonna go, if it means like y'all gonna be together, or I mean not be together, but if y'all going to be cool and cordial and be able to work together, or if not, you know what I'm saying. Y'all may need to go to the higher boss, or if you are the higher bar- boss. It's time to cut ties. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like It's not, I, you know what I'm saying? I feel like your sanity is what's most important, but you should be able to separate and realize, especially in the workspace, um, what matters. You know, at the end of the day, that check matters. So I can work with bitches and motherfuckers that I don't really fuck with for the check. But 
when it comes to like my livelihood, my relationships, I'm going to let shit go for the betterment of our relationship, but I'm not a pushover. I'm not a bitch. Like, after a while, I'm going to let you have it. But that's it. I hear you. All right, y'all. Well, that's it, as Jean said. So we're going to go ahead and end the show tonight. But before we end the show, Jean, is there anything that you would like to confess your love to this evening? So I've already confessed my love for it already, you guys. I feel like a lot of times I confess the same shit. But um, I want to confess my love for Insecure. Um, his show has just been so fucking great. And I feel like there is so many elements of blackness in it and, and stuff that could be conversations on a deeper note that they touch on the 22 minutes that they are, you know, on our television screens on HBO. Um but, I, I mean, I'm so proud of Issa Rae, and I, and I just think about, like, how obsessed I was with Awkward Black Girl, um, the YouTube series, and, like, how far she's come, you know, because it's literally like the black sex in the city, you know what I'm saying? And I talk with so many people of all races that love the show. Miss um, Angel, I don't know if you have listened to the sh- I mean, have, have watched the show yet, but definitely you, you should check that out as well. Yeah, this is homework. Okay. I'm going to to listen to City Girls, I need you to listen to T with Savage, and I need you to watch Insecure. But um, damn, but I yeah, no, like it's... back in school. <laughs> but no, um, the show is so good, you guys. This season, and they're touching a lot of things, blackness, you know, and they've talked about this from season one, but like blackness and you know the workspace and like those conversations of being black with other people in a predominantly non-black workspace and, you know, relationships and, you know, going back and forth with someone, you know, it's just a lot of different things. You're just like, wow, you know, and I've seen some shit in it. And it's funny because like my partner, he pointed it out. It was like this one scene in particular. And I remember when I watched the scene, I kind of cringed because I was like, that's me. Like I would do some shit like that. Um, and I didn't say anything to him, but when he said it, like, because I, I watched the show before we watched it together, and then we watched it together. And when, and when I first originally seen it, I was just like, <sighs> and then when we watched it together and he said it, I was just like, yeah, that is me. Like, I have to stop. Like, I have to fucking stop. But, um, but yeah. What do you confess your love for, Miss Angel Mondrina? Okay, so I want to confess my love for it. And this is something I don't think I really ever heard me and Jean confess our love for before. But I want to confess my love for myself this evening. You know, I feel like I've been doing so much lately. I've been, you know, really getting it popping. Like I told you guys last week, school was over with. You know, I'm still trying to do what the fuck I'm trying to do. And, you know, I'm just trying to get my shit together overall. Like, not as far as, like, you know, school and stuff like that goes, but, now I'm trying to go ahead and, and work on my body, work on being more mature on, um, you know, just myself overall, you know. And as difficult as it is for a lot of people, I just feel like this is something that needs to be done. And now that I, I am out of school, I have an opportunity to get my shit together. Oh, yeah, I hear my little baby boy crying in the background. But um, let's let him cry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, I I have an opportunity to work on myself, and that's what I really want to do. Just become the best me possible, read a lot more books, get my education up, get my um, knowledge up, get my, as far as uh, words and dictionary, um, you know, things that I want to know and things that I want to learn up. And I just want to confess my love to myself. And I'm fine, y'all. You know what I'm saying? The snapback was real. I had babies a month ago, and I'm looking good as a bitch. So let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. (laughs) He's so funny. So so that's all, you guys. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show this evening. Me and Jenna are just so thankful for everybody that always tune in and listen to what the fuck we got to say. We do a lot of talking, but, you know, y'all love to hear us talk. So thank you so much. Jen, is there anything else you have to say before we go ahead and end the show tonight? We don't want your food to burn. Right, because I smell it. It's burning, y'all. So let's go ahead and wrap this show up. I'm being ratchet as fuck. 
No, I should have waited until this damn show was over. I want to put the food on, child, and I smell it burning, so we can go ahead and wrap it up, child. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening this evening. You guys can expect to hear from us next Sunday, September 9th, at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we want to hear from you. So don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, tag us in your drama, and send us your confessions at confession number 2 us at gmail.com. And I'm your host, Jeno Tello, and you are listening to Confession. Good night, man. Two. Pros in the know start with Lowe's, because at Lowe's, pros can get the latest power tools from trusted brands. Right now, you can buy the new Bosch Core 18-volt two-tool combo kit for $229 and get one of three select cordless bear tools free, worth up to $199. Plus, you can save time by ordering online and picking up in-store. Stop by the Pro Desk or visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 130 2019 while supplies last, U.S. only.